Welcome to the Life Onward, aka Life on Ward podcast. I am Ward Huey, and I am here to bring you conversations with people that are living out their passions. They are living life onward. I'm excited to have my friend Alex Paramus on today's episode. Alex is an amazing musician and visual artist in St. Augustine, Florida. He has a great story of risk and perseverance and just chasing after your dreams. So sit back and enjoy and maybe learn something. But I've loved forever. It is built these eyes. It is cast these rests. And it scratched the song. And she hears it scared. So I do belong, so I do exist. I'm excited for this one. Uh, listeners yes. will get to meet my good buddy, Alex Paramus. Yes. Say hello, Alex. Hello, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> we are sitting outside of Stogie's. Oh, man. Uh, listeners that have been with me since I started this podcast will be familiar with me for uh, doing the recordings here. Uh, today we are outside. It's a glorious day. So mm. if you do hear a little bit of background noise or there may be a car drive up, don't mind us. It's all live. It's, it's happening. All live. Yes. So, anyways, it's gorgeous. Uh, enough about that. Oh, yeah, it is a gorgeous yeah. Yeah. day. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it really is. I'm going to try and go surf oh, after this. But, but, yeah, anyways, enough about all that. Alex, you and I, we've known each other about six years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I think you were one of the first people that I met when I when I first got to town. I started working with uh, Dave from The Narrow, and right. I, I don't know if it uh, trickled in some from those connections. I mean, it's the beautiful thing about St. Augustine is it's small enough to where eventually you kind of do get a chance to bump well, into everyone. There was also, I was living... In between St. Augustine and Palm Coast, and there was a different cigar bar that you started playing at. So I think we we met. Sorry, you're right. I think we met here in town. Yeah. But then I happened to go to the Humidor one day, and you were playing the Humidor in Palm Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's where I. I mean, that's pretty much where I grew up and started. uh, uh, That's at the beginnings of when I started to gig too. Yeah, you know, yeah, because you were at the time you were saying how like yeah I haven't been doing this that long. I'm really a drummer. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of crazy to think about, like, uh, just being able to do it a full-time, you know, kind of living, you know, and supporting yourself kind of a career, I guess, or, or job, whatever you want to call it, you know, right. just playing music. Yeah. Um, so, but let's not... That's where we're getting. That's where we're getting. But you're... De- the idea behind this podcast... And listeners are used to me saying this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is talking with people that are living out their passion. Okay. Whether it's artist, entrepreneur, whatever. You're living out your passions. And it's... I feel like a lot of people want to do that. And so I, I talk with the people that are. So awesome. I get the stories are inspiring. And also, we can probably learn something True. from all of you. So, uh, Very cool. So, yeah, obviously, you're an artist, you're a musician, you also do other things, but I'm just kind of curious where it started from for you, you know? What led you down this road? Um, you know, I had to answer that. Where did it start? I think, uh, I think the biggest thing is, I think for so long, I did everything but the thing that I wanted to do. Okay. So, like, I, for instance, I was a tattoo apprentice, uh, or, like, I worked at a tattoo shop. I wasn't apprenticing. Um, now, you have a, you have tattoos, but uh-huh. most people I know that, like, working in a tattoo shop or apprentice already have, like, set, you know, like... Like, covered. Right. Normally. And, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I probably would have been on the route there to do that. And, or, or, and, I mean, and there's still plenty of time, too. I'm always just trying to right. come up with, like, you know, pieces for I'm looking tattooing. to start my collection. Yeah? I'm thir- I'll be 39 in a week. Okay. And I don't want to... I don't want to start at 40. I've waited so long, mm. and I haven't changed my mind. 
come forward, you're going to be like covered in like come two for- sleeves and like if a back I, piece. If I have the money, yes, because I, right? I already have plans for a back piece, oh, two sleeves, oh, and a chest piece. Oh, <laughs> see, all right, see that? Yeah, that's and and that's the thing with tattoos, man. Once you start, it's 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 very addicting, you know. And, right. And I love it. I mean, it's such a. I think it's a beautiful art form, and I mean. You know, yada yada yada. I, I you know, it's, right. it's always been cool. But uh, you know, yeah. Before before getting into this, I uh, used to uh, work in a shop. I was a carpenter's assistant. I substitute taught for a while. Um, I was a mortgage corrections officer for Bank of America. Like you know, so just like I did everything in s- hoping that it would lead me to the opportunity to do the one thing I wanted, you know, whether that was like, if I make enough money doing Been this, there. I can, I can achieve this. And like, and that's just erroneous thinking. Right. Um, There's never enough time. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the fallacy in it is just like, it's not, that's not how it works. It's like, right. if you want to do the thing that you like want to do, you have to do that thing, you know? And you, and eventually what happens is you slowly, it becomes, uh, more predominant in your life. The more you keep, uh, progressing towards it advancing towards it you know so when i first started i moved to town we could stop the podcast right there if you want to do something <laughs> you have to just do it yeah yes <laughs> Wait, sound clip right let's <laughs> not before we talk about you getting to town though like mm-hmm. so you know we already hinted at how you're a musician that's how that's what you were doing when we met mm-hmm. but now you're talking about tattoo artists so mm-hmm. what i know about you is you are not just a musician you're a multiple artist so what so you're talking about doing tattoo early on mm-hmm. so what was first was was music before art or before visual or was vi- dude i well you know that's a that's a good question because my mom always tells me this story about like when i was a kid and we were still in uh peru at the time so i was barely i wasn't even one i don't think or maybe i was one or something but uh we went to go visit one of her brothers an uncle of mine and in the story goes according to to mom that there was this guitar that he had propped up against the couch and i was beginning to take my first steps and i guess i was attracted to it Mm -hmm. and those first steps became a first tumble and i just crashed right into the guitar and broke it to pieces. Uh-oh. And uh, and, it, and and uh, I love that story. I I you know um, so you know I don't know. I mean it's maybe it's a funny story. Maybe it's a telling of of, of you know of things to come. But um, <laughs> you know a um, yes. But but as, growing up, I was always a visual visual artist. I guess mm-hmm. I, I I so enjoyed drawing and illustrating and and coloring and painting. Like that was just. My one of my, and it still is like my favorite medium. Like music can be so frustrating to me, honestly. Like especially writing, yeah. uh, you know, my own music and stuff like that, and trying to come up with ideas. When I when I sit down and try and just draw or paint, you know, it's just a different medium and, and different ideas flow out. So I just kind of like having being able to have both of them to to, to bounce mm-hmm. off. You know, when one isn't working, the other one's usually ready to to pick up speed. Okay. Yeah. So. so- um, so aside from the fact that you had a wreck of a, <laughs> of a first time with an instrument, literally crash, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like maybe you were more into the visual first. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, that uh, that was just always natural, mm-hmm. and I really and I and I and I enjoy it. But there's something I don't know. There, to me, like just music is just like this this mystical experience and just to be able to create that in a room from these instruments and like make people feel things like that's just like mind-boggling to me a little bit you know okay. I'm just like and it's I mean so, so it keeps me that track- start? Uh, that, Sorry, that's that's no 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 you're good <laughs> that started in uh fifth grade okay. started in the fifth uh fifth grade I remember I was uh it's like first day of school in fifth grade or something and uh and a buddy of mine like we met like you know, in the cafeteria before classes or whatever, and like, hit this case with him, and I'm like, "What's in the case?" He's like, uh, "It's a trumpet," and I'm just wide-eyed. I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, there's a there's a band class," and I'm like, "What?" And so I don't even, if I'm remembering this correctly, I didn't even think I don't even think I went to my first class where I was supposed to go. I just followed him to his <laughs> to his band class, and um, and I get there, and the and the music teacher's like. What do you want to play? <laughs> he's like, well, he's like, what do you, what do you want to learn? What do you want to play? And I'm like, 
drums. And he's like, well, we don't have that here, but you can learn the snare drum or percussion or whatever. And go. I'm like, all right, I'll take it. And and that that's how it started from there, man. Like that 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 pivotal moment, you know, skipping class to go do this other thing that I wanted to do, you know, to to, to bring it back to rock and roll life. At, at fifth, <laughs> started at fifth grade. <laughs> Always been rebellious. Like that's I just want to do what I want to do. Yeah. Oh man, so. that's awesome. And so obviously. <laughs> Drums. That was your first instrument. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. That was uh, the beginnings uh, of, of that adventure, and and eventually, like that, kind of morphed into you know, garage bands with friends, mm-hmm. you know, and then you pick up like some of their guitars, and like you're like, oh, I like this, you know, and like, and then it kind of starts to like sp- spread out a little bit, and then like, I think a, uh, you know. So, like, I may, I've been playing drums, I think, since I, I mean, since fifth grade. So I don't know what what age fifth grade is. Is that like twelve okay, or thirteen? Probably 12 or th- okay. eleven, twelve or thirteen. Probably somewhere in okay, there. Okay, thirteen. You were right. young. Okay, so twenty years ago, then I guess. Right. Because I'm thirty three now. Crazy. Um. So, th- yeah, twenty years ago playing drums, and I guess maybe ten years ago, kind of picking up the guitar and, and fiddling with right. that, and like you know, I don't really consider myself a guitar player, but lies. I, yeah. <laughs> I but I, I I apply what I know on the drums to the guitar, you know. Yeah, so okay. I, I use it rhythmically, and okay. I and I and I, I think that's my greatest strength on the guitar as a player. You know, I'm not like a lead guy. I'm no Jim Johnson, ripping solos like you know. Um, <laughs> Jim Johnson is a local guy that's just incredible singer, songwriter, mm. guitar player. Everyone, yes, legend. And you play drums in his band, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yes, 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 yes. But <laughs> well, you're good. You are a good guitar player. I appreciate player. that. Thank you're you. You're selling yourself short. <laughs> Thank um, you. As someone that doesn't play an instrument, but obviously I listen to a lot of music. Yes. I feel like I can understand what you're saying of the rhythm. You take the drums and play that guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you say you started playing like garage bands and things like that. Were yeah. you still doing visual stuff just for fun as well at the time? It's always, yeah, yeah. It's always been for fun. I think, um, you know, around that era, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think it was any, any major output of right. any sort, but yeah, probably like some, some, some art and whatnot mm-hmm. here. And there. I think it, I think it more blossomed when I got to town actually, okay. when I got here, that's, right. you know, farther down the road. But. So you start playing, like you said, it started joining bands and mm-hmm. things like that when would you say it kind of started i mean obviously like you said you still had other jobs but when mm-hmm. were you started deciding okay this is something i want to pursue <sighs> thinking you had to like work other jobs to get there but like did that start in high school or was it i you know like i and to me like i come up from a very traditional upbringing mm-hmm. so um my parents are both south american both from peru they're old school. They're they're now in their seventies, uh, healthy, thank God. Yeah. And um, but you know, like the, they migrated here. I was one years old. My sister was born here, like uh, three years later, and so we were destined to be like to them, like doctors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that. That was that was the, the, the American the, dream. That was the American dream. Yeah. Like literally, like they, you know. And so, uh, so the idea of pursuing any sort of art form. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or passion like that way was more of a hobby because that was what was instilled mm-hmm. in me for the longest time. And, um, you know, I think it, it got to a point where, where, I mean, just, you know, I don't know, I call it growing pains, I guess, where you just get so rebellious about, you know, just the way life is because it's being told to you versus right. you being you understanding it and thinking it on your terms and, and acting it on your terms, which is like hard to do too. I mean, like there's, mm-hmm. some, there's so there's, there's, there are people who would go their entire lives and that never question it and just, you know, kind of go about what they're doing or what's been told to them. And that's, that's totally fine as long as they're happy, but right. Yeah. Happiness know, is key. That is. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the bottom line, you know, but I just wasn't, you know, I, I was like this, there's, I do not, you cannot put this cylinder peg in the, in this mm-hmm. fucking, Oh, sorry, I don't know if we're a lot of cuss, but uh, yeah, we can, bleep, we can bleep it out. You're not the first. <laughs> um, but, but the point is, uh, that point came to me like uh, out of frustration and rebellion, with, like you know, doing the, all the, the high school bands, garage bands, school bands. You Try were a singer once, were you? I may yeah. be getting ahead, but yeah. I remember I've seen pictures of you being a singer. Yeah, you know, thank you for bringing that up. I think uh, 
that was uh, my first real experience as like a full working like okay. band. We were yeah. called the Waking Life. The Waking Life. The Waking Life. We have an EP on Spotify actually, okay. and it's it's post hardcore. I'm just lead vocals on it. Um, screamer singer, and that was a really great experience. That was the first dive into uh, into what it could look like. Okay, so how did just like you know if you kind of quick how did that come about you were a drummer i were in these bands how did you become i was working at a pizza spot and one of the guys that i was working with he was a delivery delivery driver his name was chris king and he was a guitar player um kind of in this little trio that was like starting up and i was only like like 19 and they were like 25 you know so right. I, so i was like looking up to like these i'm like oh, all right like these these guys are badass instrument uh, uh musicians and, uh, and they were cool, you know, and, like, it's just kind of a, you know, an, an older, you know, kind of, yeah, looking up to kind of yeah. thing. And so, uh, yeah, we just got to talking, and, and, like, he just mentioned it, and I was like, I sing? And, like, I'd never sung before to that, <laughs> but I was like, but, like, I'd always, I sing. I sing, I I'm, and, like, like, he told me, like, he showed me some stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to be a part of this. I need to do this. And so, like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, let me, can we sing with you guys? Let me, let me do whatever. And so, um... Yeah, and up to that point, it was always just kind of singing in the shower, singing in cars, and, like, I felt like I had a good uh, ear to, to, you know, match tone and, and notes and stuff, so... Right. Um, and I was really angsty, too, so it was a perfect, like, you know... Perfect post-hardcore. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, glove in hand, or hand in glove, and, um... So, yeah, did that, you know, that started, that, that formed, and we became The Waking Life, and, uh, you know, that grew and grew, and that was about a band for about two three years or so we went on tour we were assigned to standby records okay um so you really gave it a go yeah this group yeah. really gave it a go we did you know and uh and like you know man i was it's foolish man but like i feel like i was also part of the reason why we stopped as well Uh-oh. because i mean there were there were opportunities to like really keep going and go further and further but i was so entrenched in safety safety uh the safety net of just like you know, I need a job, I need a future, and like, and I'm I'm like nineteen, twenty, thinking about this. It's like right. you know, like I'm thirty three now, and I'm I look back and I'm like, you idiot! Like it's like, like no one knows what they're doing. You could be playing Furnace Fest. This I coming could be. September. I could be. We could be at a Furnace. I, honestly, man, I mean, we were we were we were in that, in that in those in those ranks of like that 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 caliber and style of music. But uh, right. sounds like it, yeah. And so. Uh, you know, but, you know, no regrets about anything. You know, everything kind of occurs for a reason, if not for a lesson. But, um, you know, that, that so I kind of held, uh, yeah, so that at that at that pivotal point, I, I, I stepped out of it. I was okay. like, I need to go to school. Okay. And even in myself, you know, I, was, I, didn't, I, I, I knew I was like, that's not the move. But, right. I, but I did it because I thought that's what we were supposed to do, and it's, it's, it's right. a safe thing, you so know? So you pushed it for three years, and then you felt that you needed to... It was time to, yeah, go back to school or something. You know, I was, I was already, you know, graduated um, mm-hmm. high school and all that, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, so I never ended up going to school. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, uh, like, two years AA, mm-hmm. you know? And at that point, when the band dissolved, um, my best friend and I, we were, we were in the band, my buddy Nick Burke, um, we were like, all right, now what? Let's let's start something new. Let's do something new. And so, we called our friend Matt, who lived in New York, and we were like, hey, come back down to Florida, move move back, and <laughs> let's start a band or whatever. Because the yeah. three of us had always had amazing chemistry. Yeah. And then he was like, no, just move up to New York instead. And we were like, okay. So how old were you around? Nin- about? Nineteen. Nineteen. You moved up to New York at nineteen. At nineteen, that was my first time uh, moving out of the house too. Um, I feel like I'm jumping uh, timelines a little bit. I, oh, I'm sorry, good. but but uh, yeah, I was uh, 19. Yeah, okay. 19 at that at the time. And uh, so then I guess I must have waking life must have been earlier then. Now that I think about it, Probably yeah, like you six, must have been like young. 17 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, okay, 16, 17. Does not feel like it? But um, makes a lot of sense that young to be like I don't know, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just kind of just well, you're still a, you know like and like you said your world. parents had instilled something in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So, anyways, you go you you go up to New York. So we moved up to New York. First time leaving the house. It's funny. Like my mom was like, slap on the back, go get him, champ. My dad was like, you don't have to move. 
you can stay here, but you don't have to pay rent at the house. I'm like, Dad. Yeah. Come on. You know, but he's, he's, he's got a big heart. Right. And um, so we moved to New York, and, and we did it for two years. You know, we, we, we freaking struggled. We were, it was four, four guys living in a, in a four-bedroom apartment. Each room was, like, the size of, like, a small, like, walk-in pantry. Oh, man. Uh, the living room was just, like, a shared living room. Like, one small closet-sized bathroom. Um, and we, yeah, we s- survived for two years. You know, right. we're, we all were, like, different cafe jobs and, like, to pay the rent. Like, eating, like, like I, bodega sandwiches or whatever we could, you know, a bag of rice and some beans for the week because it was, it was tough, you know. And it was a great, it was tough, honestly. But it was, like, the best of times and worst of times kind right. of thing. You know, just being in New York and just feeling that energy. Mm-hmm. And it's just you were it's living electric. it. Yeah. You were living it. Yeah, yeah, just just all caught up in it, and it was it was wonderful. And we we formed a group up there called the Noise Culture. The Noise Culture. The Noise okay. Culture, which uh, which oh uh, let's see this this past November uh, we actually went to a cabin and recorded uh, music together. For the oh, first time, so, the first so y'all time since still then. Connected, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. not like a functioning full time band or anything, but we yeah we you know we. Since New York, that was we did, right. we did that, and so wow. like we're hoping to maybe uh, maybe do like a, a little release or something of the sorts, hopefully. And so, what were you in that? Were you again singer or were you drums? Uh, drummer? Drums? Yeah, I was, okay. always, I was a drummer in that, and so um, and so yeah, um, that lasted for about two years, and then you know that just kind of just dissolved on its own. One of the guy, my buddy, he moved back to Florida. Like he he kind of had had it. Yeah. We we all had had it to be honest. Right. Like, it was just it's so. If you're not financially well, I mean, back then, I don't know how it, how it is now. It's probably more expensive now. But, like, if you're not financially set up and you're literally just struggling every day to just make rent, like, it's yeah. the, you know, it's not a fun ride. Dude, for the, no, sound like A it. lot of good times, but, you know, overall, you're like, all right, I'm exhausted. I need right. to see some grass. I'm tired of, like, con- this concrete jungle, and, and I need to get back to Florida. Right. So, uh, so I got back to Florida, and... Um, and still wasn't even pursuing it for t- full time, you know. Right. I, uh, you know, it's just, so um, I'm <laughs> so I get back to Florida and um, meet a girl. We get married. And <laughs> I forgot. I did know that. I did know you had been married. Oh uh, yeah. I'd forgotten. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're around 21, maybe 22. Yeah. Or yeah so at this point we were about. Uh, yeah, I was about like 20. Three, yeah, maybe twenty. Yeah, yeah, it was around like twenty, twenty-two, one, twenty-three on there, and um, get married, and that uh, you know you always go in these, into these things with the best intention, right? You know, but uh, you know, in my personal experience, and that's not for everybody, but like you know, you're so young at that point, you yeah. know, and I mean, and that's not to say like people can't meet their significant other like young or whatever, but again, I'm just somebody that like. I'm just curious about the world and I need to know and so I just I didn't have enough love experience to mm-hmm. be able to just be settled and, and, and she was young I mean you know it was just just a matter of just being young and so um, yeah I, I was married for two years and then and then that <laughs> that dissolved and um, that led to to me um, taking a job at a, a, a Bank of America doing, okay. doing mortgage correction. Um, right. So the apprentice guitar, tattoo thing didn't last. That was, during, that was during. That was during. I was during the marriage. Okay. Yeah, I was a apprentice, and I wasn't apprenticing. I was just working at a shop, and I was looking to to, you were to, appre- to apprentice. You know, and uh, you know, it's funny. I, I got given the opportunity, mm-hmm. and it was just at the moment that uh, my marriage was had dissolved or was dissolving, Ugh. and I was in such low spirits that like even. Given like even that as that was presented to me, I was like, you know what, I, I'm not ready. I can't do this. Right. I can't. I like you're not in the place. I'm a wreck. You know, yeah. I'm. I'm you, at, the tattoos you would have done on people would have. Oh god, they yeah. they would have come back to haunt me and and, and no, and <laughs> a lot it was of cover ups. Yeah. Oh god. Um, you know. So, yeah. But during that time, yeah, apprenticing, uh, substitute teaching, uh, carpentry, some carpentry work. Right. That's when you were doing all that. All that during during that time, and then uh, you know the marriage dissolved, and um, my. My then brother-in-law, he uh, worked at the bank, and he was like, "Hey, you know, here's this job," and it was just like a saving grace, like you mm-hmm. know, like I need, I wanted something steady. I was tired of like jumping around from this gig to that gig to this gig, like you know, right. crazy schedule. I needed something that just to hold it down, 
you know, and uh, especially after like breaking up, essentially, right. it's, it's hard. And so um, I went to the bank and I was, uh, you know, just little monkey cubicle crunching, number crunching uh, guy for for about like two years. It's noticed, like I'm noticing this like two year pattern that <laughs> we're talking about this. Um, but while I was there, uh, you know, there's two experiences that happened. Um, one, there was like a, they had this like anniversary for like people that are worth it for, you know, decades, mm-hmm. more than, you know, like 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Right. I, I, I remember there was, there was like a ceremony and uh, before the ceremony though they had to let some people go and 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 they let people like I, I caught wind that they let people that, that were there for like 30 years at the bank 40 years I think even like just let them go so they're having a ceremony for people that have been there a long time while yeah. they're all like, yeah so I, I, it's, it's confusing I'm trying to like remember correctly the, the the main point is that I remember there was something that happened where I caught wind that they were they let people go there that had been there for a long time. Right. And I don't know if they were making room for new blood that they could undercharge or underpay, you know, in, a, in place of, like, people that had been there a while and give them their pension or whatever. But, you know, they just, like, they, they kicked these poor people to the curb that had been there forever, that had dedicated their lives. And, like, it occurred to me, I was like, no, not for me. Nuh-uh. That's not going right. to... I am not leaving my, hand, my future in the hands of somebody else to decide. Right. And so... That happened, um, and um, a little bit after, there's uh, my, my friend. She reached out to me, uh, and she was uh, just asked me if, if I wanted to go to uh, her father's cabin in North Carolina with like a few friends. And so I was like, you know what? That's perfect. I'm kind of getting tired of this. I need a little break. Right. So we uh, we go to the Blue Ridge Mountains, and, and we're at this cabin, and um, it was there, just sitting in the serenity and peace of just nature mm-hmm. and your own thoughts and not running the day-to-day grind that this thought occurred to me that like literally a voice was like if you don't pursue this you're gonna be you're gonna be a very unhappy old man right and so and then I and then you know I just knew it like right then and there I was like all right that's it I'm I'm I know what to do mm-hmm. and so I got back I put in my two weeks um my buddy at the time, my buddy Dan, at the time, he had, like, a place, and he was like, we're looking for a roommate. He'd been trying to get me to move in, and I was hesitant. And then after all that, mm-hmm. I came back, and I was like, all right, I'll take that room. So, and had you been, like, gigging while you were at the no, bank? No, not no, a, not at all. No. Okay. I, I just knew I wanted to to, gotcha. to, to transition into music and, and make it a thing, yeah. That, the I feel like people may have those moments, mm-hmm. which also, knowing you, is just so fitting, the, the like, epitome of an artist. But you're in nature and you have that. But (laughs) so many people, and I'm guilty of doing this as Mm -hmm. well, you know, there's things I would like to do now even. uh, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I need to figure out how to do this. But I got this job. And so it's Mm -hmm. almost like you almost don't even get to the the planning of how to step out. Yeah. Yeah. So like what... I mean, how do you, you get there? Yeah, were you worried? Were you afraid? Like, all of if it. I quit this job, all I haven't it. been gigging. All of it. My life at that up to that point had been based around safety, right? And so, um, and it, to a degree, it kind of still is. Like, I have to like push myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like it's trickier now because uh, I feel like I'm doing the thing that I want to do. How do I challenge myself more to step out of that comfort? You gotcha. know, you know, and so like. It's weird because like now I'm in where I want to be, but right. I, I still need to keep finding ways to to, uh, to support, challenge, right. you know, and, mm-hmm. and 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 not let it, you know, become just a thing that I do or whatever. Like I like a um, gotcha. But you don't want to be complacent compl- just your everyday. You exactly. don't want this to become just your job. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. And um, but the steps that led up to that, like honestly, like I was just hardcore daydreaming. Just yeah. I mean, you know that I mean this in the simplest like. I would be at the bank and like half the time I like I would just literally be like I I would listen to like some NPR and hear something about this musician and I would mm-hmm. look them up, you know, and I would follow their story and try and find their autobiography. I would look up my favorite musicians' autobiographies, like what was David Bowie like as a kid? Like how right, did, as how you did wear he... a Bowie shirt? Yeah. Perfect. Oh oh my god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's incredible. What he was is incredible. Yes. Um you know, and I just try and find like, and like, in finding other people's stories, I found like they, they're, all of us were all just as human and, and scared, and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like some just take a a, a step, 
in the yeah. direction that they want to do the thing and, you know and it's like the right. whole saying like go towards the things that you want and, and mighty forces will guide you kind of kind of saying but uh you know a lot of daydreaming i you know just looking at rentals all the time right. and just kind of just like just you know out of fun you know i had this uh this tumbler uh coffee mug thing or whatever and you could like customize it so like I would literally be on quotes sites, and I would write down my favorite quotes, and I would stick it on Sounds inside the like thing. Me. So much Dude. stuff I do. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I need something to motivate me. I'm dying here. Right. My soul is being like just just evaporated by these fluorescent lights and this mindless like, yeah, typing away. You know. And so you did it. You and so you that pulled the plug. I pulled the plug. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, yeah, put in my notice, hit up my friend, and I was like, I'll take that room. I started looking at jobs out here, and there was a position at the, uh, uh, there's a museum downtown, the, um, what is that called? It's called the First Colony Museum, in the government house. Okay. Here yeah. in downtown St. Augustine. And that was, uh, so I, I got to town, and I, I started that job. And, um, like, so I was, like, one step closer, but I wasn't there. Like, right. I was, like, I was like a little, I was happier I was out of this you situation. You to pay for this room. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I... I made, I was making le- much less money, mm-hmm. you know, and I was in a, in a little kind of dingy little room and like all these houses out here in Lincolnville. I mean, back then, now they're all like bought, refurbished, Airbnb out, like, right. you know, immaculate, you know, but back then they're like kind of some, some places were like just dilapidated and, right. and that's, that was, uh, that was one of the places I was staying in. I was here, but I wasn't quite here, right. you know, like I, I, I would make it a habit to go out and just see all the musicians playing, you know, like I would, I would go see... Like, my first experience, even before all of this, when I was in high school, is, is coming out to Stogie's here, mm-hmm. seeing John Bailey in a giraffe suit, uh, <laughs> singing 50 Ways to Leave a Lover, mm-hmm. uh, seeing Chelsea Sadler, and she was, uh, well, she, she, was, she had a skeleton face paint. Wow. And, and it was, I th- yeah, it was Halloween or something, obviously, and, um, but, like, all of them were here, and I was like, it felt like magic, and yeah. I was like, I want to be a part of that. How do I, like, I just, like, my spirit was like, I'm home. This is it. Mm-hmm. And so... So you knew some people when you did get here. You know, you not really. I'd, I'd seen them. Okay. I, I hadn't you introduced knew, myself. You knew who they were. I knew who they were, yeah. You know, I was like... Like these these titans of just like, right. you know, just, just art, artists and, and musicianship. And, and so, so I got here and I was um, working this job and I was coming out to the gigs. You know, I'd go out to Sangria's and I'd... See Ian Kelly and right. and you know he'd take a break and I'd pick his brain a little bit about hey, how do you, how do you do this like how did you how did you get into this or blah 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 you know and come out to Stogie see Chelsea and you know I'd be like I play percussion I have a cajon or something can I join it and you know graciously she said yes and like I remember that I remember I don't know if it was you that told me or who but I remember hearing. That like yeah, one of the first things you did was you played with Chelsea. Yes, yes, and she she kind of helped me get that uh, initial kind of taste for you know right. just just coming out and, and and then and then it just naturally kind of tends to unfold you know like I I meet you know she she took me on a gig as a drummer and so right. then like I I met Lauren Gilliam on a, on a gig and for our first time first time meeting her was on a on a gig to Jacksonville. Okay, and so uh, yeah, just in the car. And uh, and that and you know met her and 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 it just yeah it it unravels and unfolds and like again like the the more you get towards the thing that you want the the more you naturally lean into it and then mm-hmm. the more it begins to open up kind of you know were you at all like nervous about the you know like you said now they're like friends but at the time titans of were you nervous about yeah like- oh yeah I'm like I'm like you know I I just wanted to just be good you know yeah. perform really well and you know and just. Yeah, you know, just, I don't know, get to know these people, mm-hmm. get to know um, these musicians, my friends now, you know? Yeah, that's and, one thing I feel like people, you know, again, myself, I can relate to this, but it's like, you have to kind of saturate yourself in it. Yeah. You know, like, I had Rosalie on uh-huh. uh, a little while back, and she, like, her whole thing was she does all these things. Yeah. She does all these different things, and she had to, so she saturated herself in everything. Mm-hmm. But... You kind of have you have to saturate yourself in it. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Not all flowers blossom at the same time. You know, same with people. And uh, I feel like you did it right. I, I mean, think. I mean, it worked for me. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so, and you were here. You were playing around. I mostly drumming at this point. Mostly drumming, yeah. And um, you know, a big thing that happened around that time too. Now that I remember, is uh, local honey. Yes. Local honey was happening. You texted and invited me to that. Oh. I so should have gone. Oh, you didn't go. Because that was kind of like your, you were, that was kind of like your kind of breakthrough in another way too, right? It, a little bit. I, right. I, I will. So the thing was like, I got here. I wasn't playing yet. I was just kind of, I was just working and getting mm-hmm. to know, like, and just getting comfortable building up the confidence to like, right. how do I even do this? And, uh, and then, and then I hear about local honey and I'm like. I need, I need, I need to be a part of this. I need right. to be in this. I like, wow, you know. Yeah. But and just I, real quick, yes. for people that don't know, Local Honey is a documentary about the music of St. Augustine with a lot of local musicians. Mm. They recorded an album to go with it. It's incredible. Look up Local Honey. Mm-hmm. Look for it online. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it was incredible. But I remember getting it. I knew it was happening. Uh-huh. I knew some of the details, and I remember I got. We didn't know each other super well uh-uh. at that point. Oh, uh-uh, not yet. But you sent me a text saying you were going. I was working at the time. I uh-huh. should have gone. Oh. <laughs> so, well, I'll get, I'll get to that experience yeah. like, at the farm in the, where it, uh, the celebration happened. But I, I got to town and then I heard about local honey and I'm like, right. what is this? And then, so, yeah, like you described, uh, Amy Hendrickson was spearheading this this documentary about the blue collar musicians of St. Augustine. Right. Brilliant. Rich history. Yes. yes. And you know, Old, 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 old and new. You know, yep. like uh, Bob Patterson to you know the John Baileys and Chelsea Sadlers and, and everyone else in town. Shay Bernie, who Shea is Bernie. the music at the beginning and end of this podcast. Oh yes, he gave me which, permission. Which, which song? Which song uh, is it? The song he did for Local Honey. Oh, this yes. is so divine. This is uh, yes. it's, it's so it's so spiritually supported. Um, <laughs> and so I, I heard about it, and so. I was too late, you know, like, like the musicians were already handpicked. Right. Um, everything was in motion. They were already starting fundraising for the event. They were raising like 15,000 or something to, to board and pay for the documentary, the footage, the album and stuff that they were going to put right. together. And so I was like, ah, okay, well, how do I, what's the next best thing? Around that time, that's when I met uh, Dave from The Narrow. Mm-hmm. The Narrow uh, being a magazine out here that is still in publication. Yes. Fortunately. Yep. I still write for them some. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Arts and Music, Awesome Magazine, and uh, Dave was just starting it at the time as well. And so I, I probably met him, man, I, uh, just around town, I think. Just kind of, I think I was beginning to like kind of start playing and just kind of get myself in the mix. And I, I got introduced to him, and I was like, he was talking about the honey, uh, local honey thing. And I was like, can I write for you? Can I, can I, can I interview these guys? And right. Can I write for you for it? And he's like, sure. And so that was a further foot in to getting to know, like, Everybody that was that was involved, right. so, you know, visual artist, musician, writer. Honestly, man, I'm just trying to just any and I will put on any hat if it's if it's you know right in the direction that I'm trying to, to do a thing. Um, and so now I'm interviewing like everyone for for the narrow and and you know just getting to talk to everybody and just hear mm-hmm. their their stories. Hunter Miller, Michael Jordan, Shea Bernie, all these guys, and um, you know just just trying to get myself in the mix. And so, yeah, I think I guess naturally from there, it, it, it kind of progressed. Like, I think I, I mm-hmm. you know, I just bought the, the necessary gear. I had this, like, little Acoustasonic two-in-one amp. So you plug your vocals and your guitar into one amp, which professionally playing out, like, you're going to need a lot better gear than that. But, but like, it's a start. But it's a start, yeah. I was, you know. And you, so you, had, you were hanging around them, and uh-huh. what was the click to, like, okay, because you're, you're still doing drums, you're still playing around, what was the click to, like, I'm going to start singing and playing guitar? I, uh, the, 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 the museum job was getting to be the same way as the, uh, the bank job. Right. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm spinning my wheels. It's, like, just, just same thing over again, just in a different cage, mm-hmm. essentially. And so, like, um, yeah, I just, like, I was building up my repertoire of just, like, songs to sing, um, building up my repertoire, uh, you know, acquiring gear, and and uh, and then I got my first gig at uh, the Mill Top. Yeah. Oh, which is, yeah, historically, the Mill Top, that's a, that's, to play there means something, you know? That's, I mean, that's, yeah, it's been around, yeah, 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 that's, um, and, uh. Who's the, uh, oh my God, I can't believe his name is escaping me right now. Um, do you know, uh, 
the me- guy that he was a music was it the guy he, that was a musician? He, ah, it's yes. sort of D. It's- it never escapes me, and right now in this moment, right. it's he me gave me actually a CD that I gave to my dad of his songs from the eighties. That my wow, dad like. yeah, um, yeah. I guess he he had been booking there for a, a long um, for a while. Yeah, he's kind of mm-hmm. like the the backbone of like the music in in this town. I think as far as like throwing it back goes, right. Um, Don Dunaway. Don Dunaway. That's it. <sighs> yes. Don Dunaway. <sighs> Yes, oh, like I'm glad you found it because I just started with D, and that's all. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Don Dunaway, he so gave w- me my first gig in town. Okay. I, I owe it all. I owe it all to him, man. Because, You're not uh, the only person that says that either. I don't he's, think he's such he's such a sweet, good, good man. Like I was nearing the end of like finishing at the, the museum. Right. I uh, I like just self recorded like five songs on a, yeah. on a on a demo, and I went around town. I must have printed like. 30 of them and I went around town and I stopped at every freaking bar and I'm like I'm gonna get gigs no problem didn't get a call from anybody because the thing is there's so many people in there's so many doing that but so like but foolishly I was like right. I got this no bit you know and then and then reality hit and then uh, but then Don called like maybe like a week or two later mm-hmm. and he's like listen to your uh, listen to your, your demo and he really listened. He was like, right. he's like, this song, I really like, and like that, that original, and this about, and this about this. And I'm like, wow, like I, I felt seen, I felt heard, I felt affirmated. You right. Know? It just took one person, and he was like, yeah, you wanna? He gave me a gig. He nice. gave me a gig at, at the at the mill top. And, and that, you were still drumming, some, you know, around. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I th- always sitting in. So yeah, I mean, you're breaking out now. You're getting to know people. You're starting to be seeing yourself more, and now you're playing out yourself solo. Now I'm playing. I got a, I got a, I got a gig. Uh, getting to know the musicians and like mm-hmm. collaborate, jam. Uh, you know, just just do music together more. And um, I remember this like turning point, like where it like felt real, like because I was still still holding the job down, but I was right. now now I was gigging, so I had, right. I had them both. I was like, okay, cool. All right, we're getting there. And so I remember. Uh, there's like one night like after a gig like I got home and like like I had I had this check in my hand and I was like I did it I, I paid my I paid my I paid my rent this month just doing this yeah and I was like all right all right okay here we go you know right and um yeah the job you know was uh they were they were switching up exhibits I wasn't gonna you know stay there anymore okay. that, that that finished and I um now I'm gigging. Now I'm gigging full yeah. time. You know, you're gigging. You've been in different bands. Uh, Emma and the Old Kings was the, the old... first like band I saw you in. You played mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's the, you know, you did y'all did that for a little while. Uh-huh. Thing, you know, that ended. You've, you know, I've known you were in another band for a little while. That ended the whole time still gigging. Mm-hmm. So. And then there was also the art stuff. I have a shirt by you, maybe two yeah. shirts. I have a tank top by you. So you started doing that as well, the mm-hmm. visual stuff, and mm-hmm. kind of getting that out there. Yeah. Um, over the years, you've made a name for yourself gigging. You've been doing your solo. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you've had some bands that uh-huh. also that went, came and went. Mm-hmm. Was there ever this idea of... Well, I'm having successes, but I'm also having failures. It, was there ever like, all the time, all the time, all the time? Oh yeah, yeah. That and that never goes away too. I mean, it's just like it's weird, you know. It's like, uh, and uh, what I've learned more lately is is how to take them in stride. Okay, to take it better, you know, because a it's inevitable. Um, B the the sooner that you can kind of like swallow the failure pill or whatever. Right? You know, the sooner you can, you know, get back to trying to like, you know, get back to the drawing board, so to speak. You know, gotcha. and like, and, and learn from. I mean, like, some things you have to you have to sit with, and like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's important to process and, and all that. But, yeah. but um, but yeah, you know, I, uh, yeah, there was um, there was them and the Old Kings, uh, Young Step, um, and, I mean, yeah, you know, and so. I think I think it like once once that snowball starts rolling, things kind of start to pick up, mm-hmm. and so like I think I felt inspired to start drawing more, and, and that's when I started to try and do like little clothing lines, so to speak. Right. Where I was draw designs, put them on tank tops and t-shirts, make lapel pins, you know, just just put my art 
onto right. wearable wearable things. You got a you have a a piece in Stogies, and I have a yeah, and I have a painting inside Stogies um, that I painted. Right. Um, I was I was starting to I was doing like these this little fun series of like hands holding food. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, and I, I sold those to like a I don't know it was like Mojo's Tacos on on Volano Beach at the right. time. Sold those there. Uh, like small things. I like had art show at the closet. You know, mm-hmm. and so like yeah, like one like one hand washes the other, to, right. so, so to speak. You know, they right. like it starts to kind of like grow from there mm-hmm. it's funny uh, the, the reason I brought you know that, that question uh-huh. which obviously like you said all the time but you keep doing it you know I've known musicians that when the when they're in a project uh-huh. or even if it's solo uh-huh. and they take a big hit uh-huh. something ends mm-hmm. I've known so many musicians that they sold all their gear they're done. Uh, and then like a year, year or so later, uh-huh. they're buying gear again, trying to get back in it. Ah, uh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, well, it's not, a, it's not a bad way to update your gear. I guess <laughs> you <know>? not. <laughs> but uh, to me, it's almost like you have all that time off. You're kind of, you're, you're, it, it you're feel- further down the path, but there's still more of a... It's a start over to some degree, it would seem to me. Yeah. That you didn't, you know, hadn't gone through. I mean, in certain ways, like, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I I was... So, I, I eventually, all this kind of grew into me doing my own solo, right. like, original project. And, and uh, like, so it would be my stuff. And I'd perform with, like, for a band called Cheap uh, cheap Suits. Right. Yes. And, uh, and everyone, I had Jason Blankenship on a little while back, if you uh, listen to that. We talked a good bit about the Neon music video. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Yes. Alexis Paramus, Neon. Look up that music video on YouTube. It's incredible. Sweet. I mean, you did, that was really cool um, when you were doing that. And I always say that there's almost like, there's like a Michael Jackson, yeah. Princey vibe. Because you got the guitar really going in that music. Yeah. I'm wearing, like, I'm wearing a gold blazer with no shirt yeah. on. <laughs> but it, that whole project, not just that song, uh-huh. that whole project, you know, it was like, you've gone from post hardcore. Yeah. You know, doing that thing and you, yeah. you know, like as many musicians and many artists in general, you've evolved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, so to now you were doing this other thing and like, is that still an idea or Abs- you're obviously still doing your stuff and that'll never, that'll never stop. Right. And, um, it, it, it did like after, after the, after I released the album and the video, like mm-hmm. I, it did kind of like, I did step away a little bit from right. it you know uh, and in some in some ways looking for new inspiration mm-hmm. uh, in some ways to not like feel like I have to like do this thing right I do want to make the, that the full time you know the the end all be all essentially right. just just you know but um I mean that's kind of where it's at right now is just like this is hibernation like kind of processing and like trying to I'm working on like different demos and, and things right, right. right now um and that music video, though, was really an eye-opener for a new thing that I'm trying to dive into mm-hmm. more, and that's, like, filmmaking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I recently, I mean, even, even like, s- small little investments and changes, like, like I just I upgraded to the, new, the newest I- iPhone or whatever, and right. it's got, like, the highest capacity film, Dolby Digital, blah, 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 whatever. But just trying to play with that, you know, and just like every day, you know, like even yesterday, like always evolving. Yeah, you know, and so I like I, you know, and so that's kind of where I want to I want to take it now a little bit. Like I want to be okay. able to put these ideas, music, fashion, kooky kooky things that I'm you know that I'm trying to cook up with, you know, and, and put it into like this visual movie kind of thing now you yeah. know and like and none of that, that could you have done if you were still working full time or Ooh. even like 30 hours a week some you know exactly exactly right. i mean i mean you, you know, work a lot you are a busy man i i i work a lot and when i'm not working i'm definitely mm-hmm. not working i'm i'm just just which is like my dog he's just so yeah. key yeah yes. yeah you know it's it's nice to have that balance now right. because i've never known that before and, and like coming from my upbringing you know it's like my father is retired and just 
incessantly just working on things around the house. Like, he, like I swear, like he'll, he'll probably break shit on purpose just to be able to fix it later. <laughs> like he's just he needs something to do. Right. And so like, yeah, my dad's kind of similar. Yeah, I, he's I think not we can retired, all... but part of that is also just because I don't think he would want yeah, exactly. Like, like then what? You know, and mm-hmm. I get that. You know, but I just don't want to do that for somebody else. I want to do that with right. my. And that's heart. him. He's his own boss. He's yeah. My, my entire life, Perfect. my dad's thirty, about to be thirty nine years in a week. Mm-hmm. He and even before then, he has been his own boss for you know forty something years. Wait, so both of you guys are about to be thirty nine in a week? No, he <laughs> has been his own boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, he will be seventy seven. I think seventy six. Looks good. He doesn't look like it. Yet, no, does yeah, yeah, looks good. Yeah, no, he doesn't. It's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, like it's it's, you know, and I mean. It's, People can take it how they will, you know, like, oh, you're just, you're just a musician, you know, what do you, you know, but at the same time, it's like, we're all just a certain thing, it's just, it's what we bring to the table, like, as people, as, you you're know, a like, musician. yeah, you're yeah. an artist, you know, I mean, no, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm someone who wants to just create, I right. want to, I want I am a creator, and I, and I just, I, that's what I do, like, I, that's how I, I, I get it out, you know, yeah. like, I just, I will, I'd be miserable if I wasn't able to to to, to, uh, to do that. Right. You know, a poet must write poetry, and a musician must make music, and 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 you know, and so on and so forth. Everyone has to do the thing that they're mm-hmm. they need to do or they're I meant mean, to do. You, yeah. I've, you know, like I feel like the title of this is you live. I mean, you live your art. Yeah. You are an artist. You that is the life you live. You know. That's. Yeah. It's you know I made an email. It sounds so silly, but I made an email like. Wait, even before I, uh, like, I think when I was in New York or something, yeah, you know, like, because I still wanted it so bad, mm-hmm. like, and I, and this silly email, but I, like, it's like a self affirmation, and it was like a life of music for me, at, yeah, at Yahoo, you know, that was my, uh, and I was like, and like, like when people would like call, like, you know, if I signed up for a credit card, like, oh, what's your email, and I would just <laughs> gladly be like, yes. it's a life of music for me. Like just right. like just this cheesy thing, like it's a pirate's like whatever. But right. I just you know, and so it's I think that's important too to, to mm-hmm. be aware of your affirmations and what you tell yourself and and what thoughts you hold too because yeah. that just will obviously create and, your reality. Right. And another thing I see with you is like you know you are playing around. You you're mm-hmm. working on your solo project. You play like gigs. Mm-hmm. You solo. Mm-hmm. And you also work with a lot of others, like you, the trio, the Space Heaters that you play drums in. It's incredible. You, Jim Johnson, Jesse Reyes. My boys. You play stogies a lot, but y'all play around a lot on weekends especially, and and then you're gigging. Mm -hmm. But back to that whole thing of you put yourself out there, you met people. Mm. I guess it helps. If you're not, if you're a singer, maybe it's more difficult. You got to find people to, but like, I don't know if it's almost easier, like, hey, I can play drums for you. I th- yeah. it's, uh, what would you? I would. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. It's just I think. I think. Out there. It's, well, yeah, and like, and how, and how you. I think you know how you approach it, and how you, and who you are, you know, and it's like. There's just. I think there's a saying like. Uh, be on time. Be, be good at your yes, thing or it, whatever. Right. Yes. Or and be professional or. or I forget what the third one is and if you can't be all three at least be two out of the three right you know and so like I think that's having a good attitude and like and you know being good at your craft or at least yep. trying you know and striving you know people I think are, are drawn to that you know mm-hmm. like I'll take I'll give me give me somebody who's like wanting to be um, who wants to try who wants to right. who wants to you know be a part of something that may not as be technically good as like the other guy who is mm-hmm. like proficient, but he's a he's a jerk, you know, or, or impossible to work with or whatever, you know. Like, I mean, I don't know. Not not every not every it doesn't fit to every situation, but right. you know, for the most part, yeah. It's, if you're about it, you know, people will recognize that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's intention and right. energy. Yeah, you got to put yourself out there, mm-hmm. be about it, and like you said, you all obviously has to be good. Yeah, I mean, but again, like you st- I guess the professional being on time does go hand in hand. That's true. Yeah, I forget what the if, third one is, but because it's like it doesn't matter how good you are if you are the singer or the guitarist, or if you're the artist that's supposed to like do this visual piece. Mm-hmm. If you don't show up a right. few times, they're not going to keep. They're going to say you're not reliable. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it is just like just just showing up, you mm-hmm. know, and just and just having a good attitude and, and just going for it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. And I guess the thing I thought of that led me down that mm-hmm. trail was just 
you you do seem to be a people person. You work well with others, and I think you kind of answered it. Someone that's like wanting to try. Now, granted, Jim and Jesse with the space heaters are mm-hmm. those aren't people that aren't as good as the others. But it's that wanting to try. Um, I get what's that saying? Like game seem game sees game. Oh, I never yeah. heard of that. Yeah, okay. and okay. I may have it wrong, is but that, I think that, that's basically it's like is, that, game, is, is it like, like real recognize real? Yeah, real recognize real. <laughs> like you, you know, uh, you seem to have that where you and obviously if you're going to do it in a band setting, you uh-huh. have to be able to work well with each other. Yeah, and I mean it's tough, man, because like mm-hmm. I, I, I love the Guitar Hero games because they they had like a they would always have like those little sayings pop up before your right? game loaded, and it's like. Uh, a band is like the dysfunctional family you choose. You yeah, know? and it, like it totally is. It's like it's like it's not always like just perfect all the time. You know, it's no. like you're, you're dealing with artists and egos. You know, and like yeah. and that's normal. You know, especially right. when it comes to like art. You know, and, and so like I think it helps to know to how, how to talk to somebody too, like to 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 deal with that. You know, right? Because otherwise, like if it's always your way or the highway, or you know, it's like you're not going to be working a lot I think you know mm-hmm. unless you're like just that incredibly talented that people can just deal with put up with you but right um yeah you know yeah I mean you got to you just have to be able to work with people to do it that you know like you and like you said be professional you wouldn't be getting a lot of gigs if you weren't pro- if you oh, didn't do your gigs and- I you know like my it's funny cause like growing up my mom was always like oh you gotta be a professional you gotta be professional you know professional whatever doctor this right stuff. and like and so I joke with her sometimes. I'm like, well, I, you know, it's not exactly where you were, <laughs> the degree and the doctorate and like and all that that you were hoping for. But I am professional in my dealings and who and how I carry myself as a yes. musician and, and how I want to represent myself. And yes, you know, and I owe it to them because they mm-hmm. you know taught me how to show up, be about it, you know, and, and try and be your best at it. So yeah, yeah show um, up, be about it, be your best at it. Yeah. I mean, it's these things that we all <laughs> feel like we know, but. Yeah, it's it's even it like that's how you live out your passion too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You don't think you don't think about it, but it's like I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Uh So what is you know uh, what's next? You kind of mentioned the video thing. Obviously, you're playing around town. If anyone's ever in St. Augustine. Look for Alex Paramus. Look for the space heaters. Mm-hmm. You still have another people. Yeah, in town. yeah. It's it's a it's a newer project. Uh, it's called Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool. Yeah. You all fit that. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, yeah. This is an interesting kind of different side project. Like like with like the best group of men I've ever like just gotten the opportunity to just like play and just hang hang around with, and um, we just cut an uh, we cut an album. Yeah, and it's being mixed right now, and it'll be. Hopefully, we're looking to release it. What are we at June? Like, we're about to start ba- June. About yeah. to start June. So either the end of June or July, I'm thinking. Okay. And you know, and just kind so of we'll have to be on the lookout for that. For yeah, sure. yeah, and I'll, I'll be. I'm. Dr- I'm just drumming on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to that, you know, uh, like I said, mentioned earlier, I'm working on a uh, my my own material. Uh, right. Like I want to. That's really like that's kind of where my my head is. Like, what's mm-hmm. next is like I want to be able to. Just direct and shoot, yeah. And like, like small movies, like mini movies, right? But like with my music to them, kind of, and, yeah. and just kind of fit a, you know, just create this whole little ensemble of a thing, you know. And I, you know, some people to talk to about it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. It's and so, the good thing about St. Augustine area and all. I love, I love it. I love the city for that reason. Right. Everyone is like, it's not. I mean, I've had people come here and like they're like, I've I've been all over. I've seen the different music scenes, and there's nothing quite like this one. You know, I'm not saying right. that it's the best right out there and like or whatever, but to me, it's absolutely uh, it's enchanting. You know, there's something special about this place. You yeah, know? I mean, I, I don't. The podcast doesn't just have people from here, but obviously, mm-hmm. it's heavy. Okay, um, with people from here, and that's a common thing. Just real quick, yep. I. Me and my buddy Tim Savage, who you know, yes. he and his wife, his family still lives here. So he was, they were awesome. visiting mm-hmm. like two or three weeks ago. We came to Stogie's, and then I got, I met him for just coffee at Kookaburra on the beach. Mark, I think his last name's Boone. Yeah, Mark Boone. He played Bobby on Sons of Anarchy, and he's done a lot, done a lot of other stuff. Huh. He just happened to be at Kook. And I recognized him, and I was like, "What?" I didn't have the n- g- nerve to talk to him. But I was like, <laughs> Tim, I showed him his picture, and Tim's like, yeah, that's him. So 
Tim was like, hey, Mark, I love your stuff. The dude ended up talking to us for five minutes. Wow. And the point of it, he said, you know, I've, I've visited many places. I've visited lots of places in Florida. Uh-huh. I do believe this is mine and my wife's favorite place. That's why we're here again. And they oh. were staying here somewhere, you know, oh. visiting. But same, that same thing is like there's, there's as much as St. Augustine changes and there's things we can gripe about, right. there's something special about this place. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know if it's the architecture or the 400 and... 50 plus years of rich history. Right. Uh, the fact that it's just like by the coast, the fact that it can't be like touched upon too much and like turn into like a, a Disney, yeah. you know, um, which it kind of is happening a little bit, but it's, but it, it just, it gravitates, it just draws these, draws like these just good energies in these, yes. in these people here, you know, yes. and like, and it's cool because it's, a lot of it is creative, you know, so it's like right. you see a lot of different things kind of happening we just had as if fest yes Janetta put that on yes and that was a, a lot of locals fe- i mean we're just coming out of a pandemic we, mm. they were able to pull off a very well done festival yes of locals yes L- tons of people were there locals and then there was only like a few like they featured two two 90s like right. me- mega stars they, they yeah. had sister hazel like Right um, and Coolio and Coolio, yeah, right, dude, Gangsters Paradise, what? Yeah, and so. so yeah, you know, like it's it's, mm-hmm. and you're part of it. And we played, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We played I mean, and, and I helped her out um, mm-hmm. with that, and uh, yeah, it was it was incredible. We could go on about know, St. Augustine forever. I know, I know right? um, <laughs> but you got things to do. I want to go try and surf. Point <laughs> is, you. Well, I say you were part of it, not just that festival. You were part of this amazing artistic community. Aww. And, Thank you know, you, I'm always excited to see what you're doing next. I listen to your story and the, the takeaways, which, you know, I mean, like other people said too, but like you said, the being professional, showing up, being good. You've obviously worked on your craft, but you've put yourself out there. You've put yourself out there. Where put yourself out there, I think, is you know? the biggest one. Because you eventually, quit your job. I, you yeah, know? yeah. I, you know, I, sometimes it takes just getting so fed up with something that you have no choice Right. But the one that you have to do, and that's right. like... Take just, that risk. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, you can only... I don't know. I, I I can't. I can't just keep doing the same thing and keep telling myself that it's, right. like, going to be fine when it, when I know it's not. Right. You know? And again, like you said, you're, you know, or I said you are an artist. You live it. And you said, you know, you knew you wouldn't be happy just doing this on the side. Yeah, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I just, I wanted to live that life of music and right. art, you know, and... um yeah, and it's 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 kind of it's crazy to to recount the so far I guess the the mm-hmm. journey you know yeah because you're still a young man I'm still a young sprite right sprightly little 30, young man thirty three thirty three yeah thirty three ow so, so and so many people they're like oh when I get older once I have enough oh put away, yeah when, no no that's just don't wait that's just no I mean you'll just be older you won't you won't right that's yeah that's all yeah, you know maybe you'll older. have some some more money or whatever but that still doesn't change. Where, where you want to be or what you right. want to do yeah um, but you know I think it's, it's all again everything in, in it's time you know like mm-hmm. I 10 years ago at 23 like nowhere mentally in a place to to try and pursue it you know mm-hmm. I just I, I just knew I wanted it you know and it just takes experiences sometimes and just like going through things and just you know wisening up in some ways you know to just kind of finally give yourself like this sense of courage or whatever that it takes right. to, to just to do it, it so it does it takes courage a little bit it, yeah you know it's it's not it, it's hard to, to leave something that you're comfortable with and that is mm-hmm. working you know for for no other reason than just because you need to or right. want to change it or whatever right. you know and now maybe that's why you're so busy because you still got to pay bills i still got to pay bills yeah you're doing it doing art doing yes yes i'm uh fortunate that I've kind of like it's given me like this is I've created a, a, a I'm in a place where now where it's like it's taking care of itself essentially right. you know and it's, awesome. it's like yeah I, I you at 33 are where so many people still want to be that's crazy I mean and the, th- the thing is it's like even if it's not art even if it's like whatever you know you, the field that you're in I think um, it, the, the biggest thing is is all about the heads, the headspace, your thoughts. Right. You know, work like no self-limiting, negative, doubting. You know, I mean that's normal and it's going to happen. I still get butterflies every time I, I play. You know, like right. it's it's totally that's normal. But um, just have to do it. Just do yes. it. Yeah. 
Nike got it. They yeah, got it. Nike they got it. Got it. Just, just do they it. They got it, man. Just do it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so many takeaways, but they awesome. all kind of revolve around that. Uh, so I just want to I want to thank you for your time. I love you, Ward. I love you, too. <laughs> What's your dog's name again? That's Luke. Hey, buddy. Hey, Luke. You ready for a walk? Been super nice and no, he's light this whole time. Yeah, he's just chilling in the yeah. sun. Yeah. So, cool. yeah. Um, just real quick, mm-hmm. tell everybody where they can find the stuff now. I already mentioned Alexis Paramus for, like, Neon. Yes. That, that uh, is, it's it's called Magic Beach Hotels, the EP? Uh, the, the EP is just called Magic Beach. Magic Beach, sorry. Um, yes. And, uh, I mean, I'm uh, you can find, like, my music on Spotify, Pandora, all those streaming all websites. Stuff. It's Alexis Paramus, P-E-R-A-M-A-S. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find my art and... Um, yeah, yeah, I have a website, and you can find like music videos as well on there on YouTube, AlexisParamus.com. Yeah. I'll, I'll get all that from you over the cool. week as I'm editing. It'll okay. be in the show notes so awesome. people can find that. That's if you're in town, again, if you're in St. Augustine in, or Jacksonville area, look for Space Heaters. Look for Alex Paramus to be gigging. Uh, be on the lookout now for Mr. Cool. Mr. Cool, yeah, the Space Heaters, Mr. Cool, uh, some solo stuff. I have it I, I like on my website. I, I keep a calendar that I, I constantly right. update, so it'll just show you where I'm at and, and where awesome. we'll be playing yeah. so but uh, even if yeah. you're not in the area can we can people can at least find you online yes, yes. awesome and we'll, we will be on the lookout as the video oh yeah becomes part of this oh too. yeah I, I look forward to uh, let's let's chat again in the in the future and, yeah. and we'll see where uh where maybe, you're at. Maybe, maybe I'll have a release or something we can we can yeah. talk about so that would be awesome yeah yeah sweet well again uh, we'll wrap it up with that I just want to thank you absolutely thank yeah. you Warden. I know I can learn from that just awesome. how to step out and do like what you're doing to get where you are and right I think on. others will as well I hope so I mean just have you know, the courage at least yeah to do it whether you're living whether the passion is teacher yep whether it is if it is doctor what you're, yeah, you know, yeah, some yeah. people it is whatever it is yeah absolutely uh, you have to step out you have to be good and you have to show up yeah so and just do it awesome well, awesome thank you again thank you Ward yes, sir cheers I have to once again say a big thank you to Alex for meeting with me and coming on the podcast. I do apologize again to everyone if the background noise was a little distracting. It was a beautiful day. Wanted to do it outside at Stogie's. Again, we try to do these live and in the moment. So I hope that didn't bother anyone too much. But enough of that. Be sure to find Alex online and follow his multiple artistic endeavors. You can see links in the show notes for his website, for his Instagram, for the band Mr. Cool that he is in, for the Space Heaters Instagram as well. And just be sure to check him out. And if you're ever in the oldest city, St. Augustine, Florida, look him up, see if he's playing solo or any of his band's And yeah, don't miss him. Well, I guess that's it for now. Again, thank you, Alex. Thank you, listeners. I hope you all learned something about perseverance and taking risk and stepping out, just like Alex does in his life. Until next time, remember, you do belong. You do exist, at least for now. At least for now. to all of them.